What do recruiters think about applicants from different countries? Hey there, I'm Ian Douglas. I'm the author of the website techinterview.guide, and I'm here to help people with career advancement and interview preparation. My live stream on Twitch covers topics such as company research, how to build resumes and cover letters, applying for the job, getting through interviews, and what to do during negotiations. I've coached thousands and thousands of people over the years to get jobs at the biggest tech companies in the industry, and I'm here to help you too. The following episode is taken from a longer live stream event and may contain interactions with other people in chat. Check out the end of the episode for more information. Let's get to it. So I had a question in chat that said, how do recruiters look to look at people or evaluate people who are abroad, basically, who, who aren't in their own country? I think it's a great question. Some companies are more willing to work with people from other countries than other companies. Some companies are very particular about who they will work with. There are also um, certain countries that other countries are not allowed to do business with for various reasons, and they're typically political reasons. As a hiring manager, I've had sort of what we call offshore teams, you know, which is basically like anybody that wasn't in the domestic United States. Um, and I worked just fine with those, with those teams. Sometimes we would have conversations with the team and say, okay, well, these are our working hours. We would appreciate if your team can also accommodate those work hours so that, you know, we can get on the phone right away if there's a problem with something. Sometimes it would be like plus or minus a couple of hours of time zone. Uh, one team I'm thinking of in particular, they were in South America and they were doing a fantastic job. They were really, really good programmers. They were like two or three hours ahead of what we were doing uh, in Colorado at the time. Um, and so anytime we would ask them for feedback, like their team would either have to stay like way past dinner hour in order to like accommodate our afternoon meetings or, you know, uh, they would get up like in the morning and they would ask us questions, but it would be like five in the morning here and we wouldn't even get that email for several more hours and they're kind of sitting around twiddling their thumbs waiting for us to respond. And so when there's a time zone shift like that, it can make communication a little more difficult. I would say in today's market, a lot more companies are um, much more likely to work with people from around the world. It's not a guarantee, not a guarantee, but it, uh, it tends to uh, be a little bit easier in today's market to work with people from other countries. But some companies, again, they can't have employees in certain countries. It's just, it's because of taxes and political reasons and, and all that kind of stuff. One thing that you could do to get around that is to build a consultancy business and say, I want to contract with your company and be a contractor for you. And we'll do this as like a business to business operation, not as a business to employee operation. So you'll pay me just flat rate of dollars per hour. I'll bill you for my time. I'll send you an invoice. You'll pay me eventually, that kind of stuff. So there are uh, different ways around that. But again, even if you're a consultancy business in that business to business operation, again, you may still be subjected to which countries my company is allowed to, to work with. If you're in that country, there's nothing I can do to make that better. Even if you go through like another consultancy firm to my company, at the end of the day, I'm still doing business with someone in that other country that I'm not supposed to. And so as a business owner, I have to be really careful about working with people abroad. Now, as a full-time employee, it can be a little bit easier with big companies who already have an international presence. If it's a relatively small company that's based in one other country, working with one employee in an alternate country is much more difficult for them. 
because they have to look into tax laws and like, can we pay you as an employee? Do we have to pay you as a consultant? How does that work? And they've got to do a bunch more research into the probability and the likelihood of can they even do that? Again, for tax purposes and political purposes and whatever, they have to obey those laws. There's no way that they can just kind of pay you, as we say, under the table, where they're like kind of getting you that money and not really declaring it. They can get into a lot of trouble as a business. And so a lot of companies aren't going to risk that. Um, and so if you are like overseas, abroad, in some other country, even if you're like in an adjacent geographic country, they may not be able to do business with you or they may have reservations and, and uh, sort of think, you know, do we, you know, are, are we really going to get into doing business with that other country? Um, and so every company is a little different. The larger the company, though, the more likely they're going to be okay hiring people from another country, though. Um, but the smaller the company, the, the more they're probably not going to consider it. Um, now, as far as like work visas and things like that, like if you want to come work in the United States, that's a whole other thing where there's like a wait list for like, like the, the work visas and the green cards and things like that. Um, and some countries have to wait years to like get you that, that work permit uh, for you to actually come to the United States. Again, some companies are, they have a little more political advantage for that kind of thing and they can get those green cards and so on a little bit faster. And so that's again, like bigger companies sometimes have an advantage uh, over that kind of thing. So I would say if, if you are an international person and you wanna work for a particular company, I would target really big companies. They're far more likely to be able to work with you. They've probably got people in various countries. And then it's just a question of, are they as a business allowed to do business with people in your country, you know, as an employee or as a consultancy business in order to get that job? So um, I would say the larger the company, the more likely you're gonna have an advantage there. Thanks for checking that out. I hope that you found it helpful. I always appreciate feedback, so please let me know what you think. I appreciate any subscriptions, so please tell your friends and colleagues about it as well. Check out the website techinterview.guide for more information about when I'm live streaming and all of my free content. Drop by a live stream anytime to ask questions or message me privately, whatever makes you most comfortable. See you next time.